0: Joe Biden
1: has been elected president
2: of the United States.
0: So help me God. Congratulations, Mr. President.
2: Your own intelligence
0: community has assessed that the Afghan
2: government will likely collapse.
0: That is not true. Afghanistan political leaders gave up and fled the country. The Afghan military collapsed. Many of them said he didn't just do it once. He did it with almost every single family.
3: Homicides in Los Angeles, Philadelphia, and Washington, D.C., are up more than 30% compared to the same time last year. The number one role for the federal government is to protect her citizens, and he's just flat out not doing it. We've lost credibility on our global stage because if we have a porous border, how can we possibly lead the world?
0: we got more questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. This morning, the Washington Post wrote a piece titled Black Republicans are no longer hiding as they run for Congress. Now, one of the most prominently featured
3: was Houston area Republican candidate, Wesley Hunt. Democrat party has pitched to black people that you have to vote for us, no matter what. And that's just not true. And they've also convinced black people that white Republicans won't vote for black Republicans. Well, that's not true either. We need black excellence everywhere. A key Democratic voting
2: bloc, black people, may be turning to the Republican party.
3: We live in the greatest country in the entire world, and I'm gonna tell you why. My great-great-grandfather was a slave. He was born on a plantation near Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Three of his great-great-grandchildren attended West Point. Three of his great-great-grandchildren served our country. One of his great-great-grandchildren is going to be a united states congressman in a district that president trump would have won by 25 points opportunity is what america is all about and that's why we live in the greatest country in the world god bless you god bless texas and god bless the united states of america
1: Okay, welcome back here in the War Room. It's Saturday, 12 November in the year of our Lord, 2022. We're starting the second hour. By the way, we're going to be up on Getter all weekend with Posobik and Charlie Kirk, everything we know. A lot's going on in Nevada. A lot's going on in Arizona. A lot's going on up there in Washington 3 and with Lauren Bobert in Colorado. Somewhere it's put to to bed, I want to introduce Captain Wesley Hunt, West Point uh, 2004. Uh, As as the audience knows, Captain Bannon's uh, 2010 graduate and has been a uh, huge fan of Captain Hunt's um, for a long time. But now it's Congressman Hunt. Walk walk us through that. Walk us through your journey. And and how did you how did you have this kind of signature win down in Texas, uh, sir?
3: Well, Steve, thank you for having me on. And, you know, the journey began for us a long time ago. Uh, I come from a, a family of military service. My dad and my mom were always big on making sure you find a way to serve this country. Uh, my sister went to West Point first, I went to West Point, so did my brother. All three of us went, and there was about sixty years worth of military service just in my immediate family. but service just does not stop with just the military. If you look at what 's happening in our country over the course of the past few years, we have realized that we need more combat veterans in the halls of Congress and in the Senate to get our country back to what we fought for and what we were willing to die for. And I think my parents kind of instilled in us at a very early age that you gotta defend this country for every single generation or we can lose our freedoms. And that's how we got here. Uh, Texas got two new congressional seats, uh, one from New York, one from California, so you're welcome America. And one was put right here in Houston, Texas. It's a district that President Trump would have won by about 20 points. We ended up winning it by 30 points. It's also a white majority district. Uh, 72 percent of my district is white. And I won overwhelmingly as a black man in a district like this because race, color, creed doesn't matter. We just want good governance. We want good conservative leadership. We want good American first policies. And that's how we got here, sir.
1: Is that one of the things that the Army uh, it, it taught you and, and throughout your family's uh, history is one of the things is that it's about your service, about being a patriot. It's about doing your duty. It's not about race or ethnicity uh, or religion when you're in the military, sir.
3: That, that is correct, sir. And let me tell you something. When you really drill down as to what the military means and the people that you serve side by side with, literally nobody cares what anybody looks like. We just want people to do their jobs. Now, look at what's happening in this country with uh, people wanting to change the names of buildings and changing the names of barracks. And I am one that lived in Robert E. Lee Barracks at West Point. I also uh, trained at Fort Hood, Texas, uh, named after a Confederate general, Fort Rucker, Alabama, uh, named after a Confederate general. And at no point in my 12 years in the military did I ever think about the name on a building because those of us that are serving could actually care less. In fact, Now that we're talking about it, I really like the fact that they were named after Confederate generals because it shows the progress that we've made over the course of the past few generations. But that's the difference between what's happening in the military and what the media is reporting. When we're in the barracks at West Point, when I fly my Apache in Baghdad, we aren't talking about race and religion and color. We are talking about how can we do our job to make sure that our fellow countrymen get home alive. That's it.
1: You're considered uh, one of the leaders of MAGA, of uh, the young generation of Republicans. President Trump absolutely, absolutely thinks very highly of you, although you did outpace him, I think, <laughs> in, in your victory. And you've been one of the. I will tell him that. At the, <laughs> no, it, 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 trust me. No, uh, no, he appreciates. He knows that. He, he, that's what he thinks is fantastic. But you've been at the forefront of saying, hey, we need diversity. When I cut on MSNBC or CNN, all I hear is MAGA's white MAGA's, um, MAGA is white uh, nationalists. MAGA is white supremacists. Uh, they're xenophobic. They're nativist. You come from, from Texas. It's, a, uh, it's at the forefront of the invasion on the southern border. Uh, you clearly have put a forward uh, diversity as a big uh, item. Uh, but not just to do it for diversity, but get the best patriots in there in, in, in this heavily white district. They overwhelmingly uh, voted for you. So what is the lesson of of Wesley Hunt as a politician, not as a military leader, but as a politician? What does it say for, to the nation?
3: Oh, great question. Steve. So the, the highlights that we saw this week is that, you know, Texas is pretty red, pretty pro-Trump. So is Florida. It's pretty red. And what we discovered here is that, especially in my district, is that may the best man or woman win, regardless of race. I think you articulated that perfectly, sir. I'm not running just because, hey, I'm a black Republican. I'm running because I'm a West Point graduate. I've served my country. I earned three master's degrees in four years from Cornell University, and I'm willing to serve again. And the people in my district recognize that regardless of the color of my skin. They looked at me and they said, yeah, the fact that he's black, that doesn't matter. What I like most is that he's conservative and he's going to take the fight for us to Washington. If you talk to MSLSD, I mean, NBC, or if you talk to CNN, you would ask, they would think somebody like me doesn't exist. They don't report on it. They don't want to talk about it because to them, I'm an anomaly. And I'm going to tell you that if you are the right candidate in the right place, People will vote for you regardless of the color of your skin. That's why I'm here. But I will also tell you this. I just want the best person. I just want the best leadership. The fact that I'm black, is it an added benefit? Yeah, sure it is. But I think there are a lot of things that I identify, since we're talking about identifying today. uh, first, First, I'm an American. I'm a soldier. I am a father. I am a husband. I am educated. I am a West Point grad. And then somewhere down the line, six, seven, or eight, I'm black. And I'm sick and tired of everybody assuming that my top priority is the color of my skin. I am an American. And what's happening at our southern border is un-American. What's happening across our country with inflation is un-American. What's happening with crime in our country is un-American. And this impacts every single race of every single color of every single creed. I'm sick and tired of the left. Trying to defy us based on these lines, and somebody like me comes up, and I want to unify us around what does it mean to put America's priorities first. As a Black man, I don't want you to call me a racist or say that I don't like Black people or that, or that the MAGA crowd is racist, because I just spoke at a Trump rally about three weeks ago, and there were a lot of white people holding Wesley Hunt signs there. I was very well welcomed. I got a standing ovation. And so a lot of people that were there were like, well, wait a minute. I don't understand this because you have your head in the sand. Nobody cares about that anymore. And we have to realize that the only thing we want was in the best interest of the American taxpayer and the American people.
1: I I just want to go back to that. When you went out and made your case uh, in the primary, the win, and then in in the general and had this overwhelming what I call a signature win, when you show up, we're going to talk about the process once you get here, Uh, when you show up. What does Wesley Hunt think his constituents sent him to Washington to do?
3: So I'm the congressman for here, right here in Houston, Texas. And if you notice my Astros hat, I'm not taking this off for the next month after. Our- <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> uh, but Houston, Texas is known as being the energy capital of the world. And there's a section in Houston that's called the Energy Corridor that's entirely drawn in my district. And every single major player in the energy space has some kind of footprint in my district. So if Houston is the energy capital of the world, the energy corridor is in my district. That makes me the energy congressman of the world. All 800,000 people that live in my district are in some way tangentially touched or related to energy and oil and gas. This administration has waged war on my district. And they elected a combat veteran to rage war against the Biden administration. We must unleash American energy, unleash American LNG and stop killing our economy. And that's what the people here in Houston, Texas elected me to do.
1: Uh, so, Captain Hunt, right now, as you as we speak, Joe Biden is over at COP 27, right? The, the, the annual uh, climate change convention. He's got Nancy Pelosi went from Washington. Didn't even stick around for the results. She's there. John Kerry, who's his ambassador at large over the State Department, I hear has a huge role in the State Department. He's over there as his ambassador to COP27. And they're actually engaging in a conversation to talk about a framework they haven't agreed to, but even to have a discussion on massive reparations, trillions of dollars of reparations from the United States to third world dictators. In addition, that he just said today when he was over there before he went to Cambodia, that they have a path to a net zero carbon. And, uh, you know, he said the other day, no drilling, uh, no coal, none of it. Do you believe that's an unbridgeable gap between the 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 policies of the Biden administration and what your constituents sent you to Washington to do?
3: Of course it is. And it's my guess that John Kerry probably took a private plane to get there because he has one of the highest carbon footprints of any single American in the entire country. But so he's a joke. And what really frustrates me about them and them closing up to the climate cartel is they actually aren't paying attention to science. Look, we all want to make sure that we leave a better earth for our children. I have two kids and one on the way. And I, and I know that growing up in Houston, Texas, we used to have smog alerts. And now we don't need more because we just want to get better and do better by our world and do better by our environment. But the bottom line is, is this. If you don't get India, China, Russia, South America and Africa on board with this climate agenda, you can literally destroy, destroy our economy at no gain to the globe. The United States is about 13.8% of the world's carbon and declining every single year annually. Why? Because of natural gas. We're sitting on a Marcella shell with EQT and Toby Rice We can literally unleash American LNG and not just fuel ourselves, but fuel our allies. And that would be the best way to reduce our carbon footprint until we get to that next affordable and abundant energy source for the future. Let me tell you something, Steve, as an Apache helicopter pilot, if you show me a solar powered Apache, then sign me up. But I don't think we're going to see that anytime soon. This is also an administration that says that we are not going to purchase any more gas-powered government vehicles by 2035. They are absolutely delusional, and we need voices that are gonna talk about this that are, that are knowledgeable, that are willing to tell the truth about what's going on. Uh,
1: Captain Hunt, can you hang on for one second, take a short commercial break. I just got a couple other questions I wanna, I wanna uh, put forward to you uh, when we return, if you could yes, sir. hang on. We have Captain Wesley Hunt, he just had a blowout win. In uh, around Houston, Texas, for Congress, uh, he's uh, heading up. I'm sure this weekend, as they all start together here, we're going to ask him questions, some questions about the process. Right now, the Associated Press has told us, informed us, they are not going to call uh, the control of the House of Representatives to at least Tuesday, <clears throat> and in no case, as long as some of these key California races are outstanding. Short commercial break. I got Jack Pasovik on deck. Ben Burkwan's still back out in Maricopa County. We got a lot to do, a lot of wood to chop. We're going to chop it all when we come back in the war room.
2: War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon.
3: The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide.
2: War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay,
1: Texas 38 was a blowout signature win uh, by West Point graduate and Apache helicopter pilot, Captain Wesley Hunt. He joins us now. Captain Hunt, this this Capitol, um, if you think Maricopa County's got tension, and obviously it does because they're going through a quite controversial uh, process of getting through the battles, just like in in, in Nevada right now. The, the Capitol, you could cut the tension with a knife, right? And a lot of it's just the uncertainty. We know from the Associated Press they're not really going to call the House win um, until at least Tuesday, but they've said they're also going to, you know, not call it why some of these California races are outstanding. to get to the 218, I think there are four seats, all are going to close, but it's just the, the timing of it all. So as you come up as a new congressman, being that you're a combat veteran, so you've been in tough situations before, you're a man of action. Give us your views as you come up here. What exactly do you think is going to happen?
3: Well, we have, we're going to have a very tight margin And if we've watched the Democrats over the course of the past few years stick together to literally change the very landscape of this country, if we don't stick together as a party and do the exact same thing, then we're going to be in trouble. And one thing I learned in combat is that, look, you may lose some battles, but you better damn sure be ready to win the war. That's the whole point here. We cannot lose sight as to what the Biden administration, what Nancy Pelosi has done to this country. And we're going to have a majority. And it might be a thin majority, but nevertheless, always the more, we are going to have the majority. So I'm going to get up there and try to rally the troops to the best of my ability. Um, There's another one of my West Point classmates, John James. He actually won a very tight race up in Michigan as well. And we, we actually spoke yesterday. And we're going to try to be the Pied Pipers as freshmen to say we don't have the bandwidth and we don't have the room to not work together. We have got to save our country. We have a rubric and a mandate to do just that. And if we don't, then we're going to lose the house in two years. The pressure is actually on us to work together as a team. And hopefully some of those combat lessons that I learned before will play a very critical role in making the right tough decisions that we can do in the best interest of our country.
1: John James is not only a, another West Point graduate, is his, he's also an Apache helicopter. I know he's a helicopter pilot. Is he an Apache helicopter pilot?
3: Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I've known John for 20 years.
1: years. (laughs) Unbelievable. We've worked so hard on this one and uh, and also in his Senate. He's a great, great individual. That's the point. The team we're putting forward is is incredible. Give me your observations. There's a a main and one theories going around, arguments going around. We're trying to have both sides uh, to come in. There's all this discussion on the leadership issue. Uh, You're someone that's shown leadership all your life. You understand leadership. In particular, I want to make sure people understand something. In tough situations, in those defining moments. So walk me through as you come up here with a, a ton of experience in the real world, a ton of experience in very difficult and tough situations. What is your sense when you come here, when you think about as a freshman congressman, you think about this leader, what they call the leadership race?
3: So, you know, I sat down with President Trump for dinner. About four months ago, right here in Houston, Texas, at a cross for three hours. We had an excellent dinner. And he talked about his support for Kevin McCarthy and he talked about why. He said, I don't always agree with Kevin, but I do think he has the country's best interest and that's why I'm supporting him. I spoke with Jim Jordan, with Jim Jordan's team about this as well. They're supporting him. Senator Ted Cruz, actually, I'm going to be his congressman here in Houston, so he better not call me about potholes and stuff like that because he's my senator. Uh, but he is also, he is also. Supporting Kevin McCarthy, and so when you look at these, you know, pillars of our conservative nature, they are all supporting Kevin McCarthy, and it doesn't mean that we have to agree on agree on everything. I'm giving I'm giving an example. He supported. Uh, he did not support a uh, a Trump-backed candidate in the, in the primary, whose name was uh, Carolyn Lovett from uh from from New Hampshire. One, but what did I do? Out of my leadership pack, Hellfire Pack. I supported her because I didn't agree with not supporting a candidate that that Trump was supporting. We are going to always agree on everything. We have got to hit the ground running, and we've got to be a unified front. We have to go in there. We have to investigate Hunter Biden. We have to unleash American energy. And the person that's going to actually get the greatest consensus of Republicans to do that is Kevin McCarthy. We have got to put the bickering aside and do us in the best interest of the country. This is not about feeling. This is not about liking. This is about doing the right thing because the Democrats have done this to us for the past few years. If you're telling me that President Trump and Senator Cruz and Jim Jordan are backing Kevin McCarthy, well, then I think that's the right play for the country for right now. And we should move forward. We can get to work for our conservative ideals.
1: Captain Hunt, just one last question before I let you go. Uh, You come from a MAGA-centric district. Uh, You just had a blowout win. Uh, People have your back. You've listened to your constituents as uh, aggressive and as tough as they want you to be right to set this thing right. Given this radical Biden regime, do you believe the leadership when you talk about people like Kevin McCarthy and Jim Jordan and Scalise, that leadership team they've got right now? Do you believe that that is the leadership team that your constituents say, hey, Hunt, we're sending you up there. We know you're a fighter. We want you to fight. We just don't want any, you know, we don't want deal cutting. We don't want to be passive. Do, do you believe that they, they, that that leadership team can deliver and allow you to deliver for your constituents?
3: As long as we back the values that get our country back, the answer to that is absolutely yes. And the Democrats have set the bar pretty low here, Steve. Okay, this is basic stuff like border security and uh, making sure that we don't pay more taxes but less taxes, and actually decreasing inflation, and actually supporting the police, and actually making sure that we reduce crime in our communities. Those are all things that we can all agree upon, regardless of what kind of district that you live in, and that's what they've set the table for us to do. If we just execute on these things, very low hanging fruit, we could begin to build confidence back in the American people. We could keep the House in 2024, hopefully get the Senate this cycle, and then that guarantees us the presidency as well, so then we could really make sweeping change to get our country back. But this absolutely is the team to do it, but we have got to back our leadership, and just like I saw in the military many a day, you're not always going to agree with leadership, but you better get on the same page because, again, the Democrats have been doing this for the past four years. We cannot afford to not do what's right by the American people by supporting the America First agenda that McCarthy and Scalise have laid out in front of us. Captain
1: Hunt, how can people on social media, your website, how can people follow you?
3: wesley uh, that's my website. All my handles are on there. It's wesley And let me tell you something, sir. Thank you for all you've done for the country. Uh, please tell your daughter. Thank thank her for her service. I I did not know that. I really appreciate that. And of course, I got to say this. Beat Navy.
1: <laughs> Go Army. Beat Navy. Man, you know how to hurt two guys. Pasovics, <laughs> a Naval Intelligence Officer. I'm a, I'm a, a service warfare officer uh leslie thank you for uh, wesley thank you very much look forward to you uh getting up to washington dc and setting things right really appreciate it
3: yes sir thank you for having me on i appreciate you god bless you sir
1: captain wesley hunt from texas 38 you're gonna hear a lot from him and of course uh, john james another great apache helicopter pilot uh pasovic um give me your sense you've been out there you're just back you may turn around and go back but give me your sense of you spent uh, a lot of time in arizona uh, there's it's on a knife's edge here in the nation's capital. pretty tense out there too. Where do we stand with these drops and give us your sense of, of the whole deal?
2: Well, Steve, the first thing I just had to say is go Navy and the streak will continue this December when Navy <laughs> defeats army yet again, in the army Navy game. That's number one, the same way that Kerry Lake defeated Katie Hobbs on Tuesday in Maricopa County. And the entire state of Arizona to become the governor, the next governor of Arizona. And she will appear, Phoenix, Arizona. We're holding the big Turning Point America Fest event. Steve, you know, I just landed a couple couple hours ago. We're up here again. And I got to tell you, everybody, even I'm in D.C., phone's blowing up. Jack, what's going on in Maricopa? Jack, what's going on in Maricopa? Here's the deal. Last night, when I got off the stream to take Tanya and my little boy to the airport. On the red-eye. on the red eye can see, I got the red eyes that I've earned it. That last drop that came in last night, that was not a favorable drop. And people were saying, Hey, what's going on? You guys were hyping this. You said this was a big drop. You said it was going to be all day, all day. What's happening. Here's the deal. That drop that came in, they are coordinating these drops as part of a psychological operation. It's called operation slow walk. This is information warfare, psychological warfare that extends beyond Arizona. Number one, it's to deny Katie or excuse me, to deny Kerry Lake a mandate. But number two, it's to create a vacuum within MAGA. And you can see the forces of the establishment. You can see the forces of the Uniparty driving into that vacuum and trying to ignite a MAGA civil war. That's what's happening right now. They're using this time, they're using this indefinite period, this stalling, because they know Kerry Lake won this election, but they're dragging it out and they're using it so that the Uniparty can come in and try to ignite a MAGA civil war, get conservatives fighting conservatives, get America first uh, patriots fighting America first patriots, pit people against each other. There's super PAC money flying all over the place. Here's the deal, though. Last night, that drop that came in, was a high concentration of South Phoenix. Everybody knows that, of course, Maricopa County is a massive county, but it has Phoenix within it. So guess what? South Phoenix, that's going to be the most heavy Democrat concentration of all Maricopa County. So, of course, that's why the breaks came in the way they did. When the breaks come out across the county, when you start getting areas like uh, paradise valley yeah. parts of scottsdale when you yeah. start getting all this other red stuff you're going to be seeing Le- 75 Le- and Le- above for carrie lake
1: let's Le- Le- hang on we're going to take you through the break uh my question for you when we return was that was that random we're not conspiracy theorists but there's no What's coincidences it? it was d plus 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 jack basovic on the other side
3: He's liar a liar. Where's my damn checkbook? Well, let's get this over with.
1: Okay, Jack Posobiec's got a theory. of The case out of, uh, is is Bill Gates the Bill the Maricopa County Bill Gates? That's Bill, Ger- G-
2: Bill Lundegard. You have to call him Bill <laughs> Lundegard. Now that's that's, Lundegaard. that's the great the great Coen Brothers movie Fargo. There and Jerry Lundegard and. it's it's just anybody who's ever been in one of these uh used car dealerships or these these scam artists, they they're they're telling you, oh, you know, they put that true code on there down at the factory there. And every time I see Gates on on TV, especially when he's doing the well, you know, we're getting these onesie twosies you know, we gotta take a lot of time with the onesie twosies. And we're just we're just following this procedure they laid out for us down at the factory. Don't tell us that we did anything wrong. By the way, he's getting a little more. He's turning into now, now he's turning into, by the way, if you've seen his latest ones, now he's Jerry Lundegaard at the end of, towards the end of the movie, remember? So then when the sheriff, the the pregnant sheriff comes to see him and he, and she goes, she goes, well, how do you know? And this is this, do you do an audit? She actually asks him if he does an audit of the cars. How do you know that you've got the cars on the lot? How do you know how many ballots you got? Have you gone and counted them, Jerry? Have you gone and counted the ballots, Bob? He's like, I just answered your question. There's no need to get snippy. And then, and then, so the final scene, when she goes to question him, that's when he flees during the interview and she goes, he's the interview. He's fleeing the interview. And that's, I'm telling you, that's the trajectory that Bill Gates is on. So he starts out with the onesie doozy. Then he gets to the point where he gets, then he gets snippy. He says, I'll, I'll go do, I'll go do an audit right now. I'll go walk the lot. I'll go walk the lot. And then eventually he flees because you're asking questions and then he's dealing with, he's well, dealing with. Well, you know, by the way, he he,
1: he comes out with the onesies, twosies, but also he said, uh, you know, it was going to be Friday, but he comes out and says, gives you all the happy talk, and then says, well, the goalposts are moving. Those are his, that's his phrase, not ours. No, and that's why,
2: that's what reminded me of of the scene, really, because at first it's Friday, and then he goes, well, maybe early next week. And then, and then even the CNN, Steve, this wasn't even, this wasn't me. This wasn't Ben Burkwam, the great Ben Burkwam, who was refused entry, by the way. This wasn't Jordan Conradson from Gateway Pundit, who was also refused entry. No, this wasn't us. This was CNN. Even CNN pushes back on him and and goes, well, er, early next week, could could you get us a day maybe? And he goes, maybe Monday, you know, maybe Monday. And she's sitting there going, you told me that you'd have these ballots on Monday morning, Bill.
1: How do we, because tonight we're going to get another, and you'll be part of that, uh, you know, Charlie Kirk, it looks like it could happen. They say six, but normally it comes out at eight.
2: Oh, they do it. it. They're playing the same games. It's the same games over and over. And and what Ben Berquam did, by the way, was actually expose these games because on one hand, first they'll say, oh, it's going to, they'll give you a briefing and they'll say, okay, it's six. But then they come out and say, well, it's going to be seven, then maybe eight. And we're talking Arizona time, by the way. So on the East coast, yeah, I'm on East coast. Now, again, we did the red eye last night. And so we're looking at, we're looking at 9 PM, 10 PM. You're way beyond prime time. You're way beyond yeah. any time when anybody's watching TV. There's no, there's no news cycle. The only thing that's been live is us. The only thing that's actually been on yeah. focused in on this is us. Yeah. So they're going way beyond the, they're playing the news cycle, gaming it out. And then they'll tell you, oh, 180 is coming out, and then they'll give you half of that. And they'll say, well, it's only going to be 90. Or, well, there's going to be 120, but then they only give you 60. And then that 60 is very carefully. And look, look, look. He was getting very upset when we said, Bill, it looks like these breaks are coming down in massive Democrat quantities. Why does it always seem to be the D++++ areas that are dropping first and not any of these red areas? Steve, we're getting emails in. And they're sending emails to the Charlie Kirk account. They're sending comments to me. They're saying, look, we're four or four, four. So what's a four or four Republic, right? What's a four or four voter, regardless of party. That means you're a super voter. Steve, there are super voters, hundreds of thousands, the core pillar of the Republican party. This is your rank and file. This is your people that come out to every election that are telling us that when they go in and check their ballot status, it says it hasn't been counted yet, not yet tabulated, right? And this is the same deal, by the way, with Laxalt up in Nevada. Cause you gotta go check by the way, because if it says your ballot was rejected, you might need to go in and cure your ballot. So make sure you're doing that for Laxalt, make sure you're doing that for Lake, make sure you're doing that for Joe Kent in Washington three, go and make sure to check your ballot status. If you did not vote in person, or if you were one of the people who did the walk in drop off votes, especially by the way, if you did this door three business. So go in and check, no matter what you did, see if your ballot was tabulated. But that being said, Steve, these core Republican voters, the four of four pillar, that pillar of the Republican support, people who voted in the primary, people who definitely know they voted in this election. They're saying, look, Steve, hundreds of thousands of, them. I'm not talking about a little bit, I'm talking about hundreds of thousands of people have said, we don't see any record of our votes being tabulated yet. Now, I'm not saying that's malfeasance. I'm saying there's a vault somewhere, you know, deep within the bowels of Maricopa County that we call the red vault because this thing is blood red. They've shoved all those ballots behind the door and, you know, uh, uh, Jerry Lundegaard is sitting there locking it up tight saying, oh, no, nobody don't nobody look in that door. Don't 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 go in there. We're not going to go look at those now. That's like when the guy's asking him for the serial numbers. Could you get me those serial numbers, Jerry? Can you get the serial numbers on the car. I'll send you the facts. No, but well, you sent me a fact, but I can't read it. I'll, I'll, I'll have my girl send them over to you. I'll, I'll have him send over to you. Well, I might have to get this to legal, right? Because, you know, it's there. You know, it's there. We know the votes are there. We know the vote, the red vault exists because we've talked to the voter we got voters emailing us like thousands of voters emailing us saying my vote's not been counted yet what's going on
1: yeah because you can go online if you get your voter number you can go online and see where in the process where your own vote is i want to go back to the primary they did this before because very few people know uh they carry lake one by what over five percent because they
2: they slow walked there's a huge victory i don't think there's a huge victory huge victory but nobody remembers that they wanted to add right because, and, and Steve, let me, I'll tell you something, I'll even, I'll even say this, and, and they may not like me saying this, but it got to the point that when I was there on primary night in Phoenix, Arizona, and then we finished up the live stream, I drive out to Scottsdale where the event is, I go out in the room, at that party, at that late at night, there were maybe, maybe, if I had to say 100 people there, maybe, out of thousands that were originally there. You know why? Because the media all left. Even the even the the folks with families, they were they were like we can't stay this late. Kerry Lake had a massive victory a planned victory party on Tuesday night. Tanya went, my son was there. 4,000 people. 4,000 people, the assembled media of all over the world, global media are at this thing. And there's no speech, there's no updates there's no discussion they're robbing her of the media cycle and at the same time they're creating a power vacuum in the united states and particularly in the republican party which the Uniparty, i'm telling you they are using this to drive a wedge to say trump oh look all these guys all these trump guys lost kerry lake couldn't get it over the finish line she was the star she was the one that everybody knew thought was a shoe and you couldn't even get kerry lake in and even if she wins, it's only going to be a buy a hair and Trump is done. Trump is over. And they're try- they're using that to try to institute a MAGA civil war. And that is the thing that beyond Arizona, because I see a lot of people, when i read my comments, when I read everything else and you've seen, by the way, pretty much any entity that's, that's, that's tied to Murdoch, you're getting so many of the talking heads out there saying, well, you know, Trump, he was good. And it's like, they're, they've been told they have to give some kind of statement like this. I think we need to move on. I think we need to look at other things. Gary Lake couldn't even get it. Do they think we're stupid, Steve? Do they think that we don't see what's going on? Do we think that we can't understand that they're trying to drive a wedge in the America First nationalist populist movement and create a MAGA civil war and act as if well, we're, we're just gonna, supposed to sit back and pretend like none of this happened? Because let me tell you something. When it comes to who the leader of the Republican Party is, his name is Donald Trump, and it's not the donors of the party that decide that. It's not the consultant class. It's not the conservative media. It's the voters. It's the people, and it's always been the people. They're standing with him the same way they stood with Kerry Lake, the same way the people of Arizona just elected Kerry Lake, the governor. It's all of these games that they're playing to try the whole to put that put that back inside the box, but it's not going to work. And I'm telling you, tra- and I've had discussions yeah. with the campaign. I've had this, I've, I've been, I, I just got back. it an entire week in Maricopa County. Let me tell you something. They are not going to take this lying down. And if they have to move to media, if they have to move to press conferences, if they have to move to legal, Steve, they are prepared for all options on the table.
1: Yeah, no, these guys are the guy Carmi, They're going to be aggressive. Ben, uh, hang on for one second. We still have Ben Burkwam. Can I bring Ben Burkwam Ber- into the conversation? Ben, give us your assessment. Uh, they're trying to demoralize and exhaust people, but they're not going to demoralize us. They're not going to exhaust us because we're going to p- press through this thing and win. That's why we want everybody to have steely resolve and focus today. day. Don't run around with your hair on fire. You know, we're, we're in the red zone now and we got to close this. Ben Berkman.
0: Yeah, no, we're just, you know, speaking of that, we got people that are just driving by, just started showing up with flags. They're saying, we're sick of it. We're not dealing with this anymore. It's time for for people to stand up. Uh, and, and that's really what it's all about. Jack was just talking about that. Thank you for the props, Jack. I love you, man. Who knew Jack Pasovic was funny? I That's the thing that, that, that got me. I'm over here just cracking <laughs> up at Fargo. But it's 100%. It's all about that. They the want to steal movie, our joy. Movie. They want to steal Seriously. our... It, it's hilarious. But they want to steal that. That's all, that's all part of the psychological warfare is demoralize you, get you down, make you think that it's hopeless. In the end, they lose. We win. We know it. We keep charging ahead. And ultimately, that's it. We're on to victory. They can't stop it. The, the main thing, though, yeah. we have to keep moving forward. And if you're out there watching and you're standing up with us, keep standing. Know that you're on the winning side.
1: Yeah. Uh, ben, real so quick. Thank you give your, uh, Sharon. Give you, yeah, Sandra give, for the give,
0: flag, the flag backdrop.
1: So fantastic. Uh, give your uh, and we'd love all the uh, all the deplorables out there, all the war and posse. Give your uh, social media so people can follow you today, Ben.
0: Yeah, we'll be, we'll, I'll be posting out there. Uh, I got a, my writer's working on some stories on uh, FrontlineAmerica.com, of course, americasvoice.news, and then a parlor at frontlineamerica, and then Getter, Truth, everything else, at Ben Berquam. We're here to victory, Steve.
1: Uh, absolutely. Okay, Ben, thank you very much. I know you're going to be around tonight when we get the drop at uh, probably around 8 o'clock yes, sir. Uh, Arizona time. Take a yes, short sir. break. Uh, Posobis, uh still with us. We're going to get some summary thoughts and assessment from Jack. Short commercial break. We're gonna be back in the war room in a moment. Bring it on and I will fight to the end. Just watch and see. It's all started. Everything's bigger. And you are over.
0: Cause we're taking down the C C B. Spread the word over Hong Kong. We will fight till the law gun.
3: We rejoice when the low ball let's take down the C C B.
0: Has arrived.
1: Okay, welcome back. Uh, tpusa.com/slash-warroom. Uh, they have America Fest. AmFest is going to be in starting in 16 December in Metro Phoenix. Everybody's going to want to be there. We've got Tucker Carlson, Candace Owens, yours truly, Stephen K. Bannon, of course, Jack Posobiec, and Charlie Kirk, and many others. It's really an incredible uh, gathering. You're not going to want to miss it. You go to tpusa slash warcom slash You can get your tickets now. And discounts. Go check it out. Also, you get Charlie's book on the cartel that is college, they're generating cash for themselves, but they're making you pay a trillion dollars of the debt. Except a federal judge stepped in and said it's unconstitutional. Charlie walks you all through that in his book, The College Game. It will change your attitude about a college. But we got some tough, hard days ahead. But uh, victory is there within our grasp if we if we get maniacally focused on what we need to do. And that is to everybody, Hey, don't get your hair on fire. Let's We're going to have a big drop tonight. Charlie Kirk will be live. I'll be live with him. Jack Posobiec will be on it. We'll try to get in Burke on. We get uh, Tyler and the great team at uh, turning point. We'll have some of the Carrie Lake folks probably coming in. Um, and that'll take place sometime this evening between 8 PM Eastern time and 10 PM Eastern time. Just go to get go, go to Posobiec's Twitter. So what what should be the watchword? What what is your assessment of particularly the next couple of days, Jack Pasovic?
2: Look, Steve, I got I got two words for MAGA right now. I got two words for MAGA. Hold fast, hold fast. You must now be the silent operators, the silent professional. Okay, cool as a cucumber, solid as a rock. They want you freaking out. By the way, they're trying to bait you they're trying to make you they're going to say oh look at these posts on on uh on the telegram channels and look at this and this person saying you know terrible things and they're going to use plants they're going to use false flags they're going to tell people to go show up they're going to put people like they're going to try to put ray epps people down there at maricopa county you watch all of that's going to come don't take the bait do not take the bait and when someone comes out there and says what are you here for you say i'm here for my country And you hold up your American flag and you say, and just chant USA, USA, USA. Don't take the bait. That's number one. Hold fast. Cool as a cucumber, steady as a rock because it's clear. And Steve, I'm going to add one thing to what you just said. Yes. All of those people are going to be at America Fest this December 17th to the 20th, Phoenix, Arizona. But you know who else is going to be there, governor elect Kerry Lake. And I'm saying it right now, governor elect Kerry Lake will be at America Fest. Put that in the bank. Bill Gates, you can put that in your wood chipper. All right, Bill, you need to understand the American people need to understand this movement is not going away. And we we need to have legal, aggressive legal strategy. We will go to there. If we need to have press conferences where Carrie Lake is out there lighting up the media as she can do like none other, then you know, it's going to happen. You know, she's going to be there. We will not take their bait, and we will not be gaslit, okay? We're not going to be gaslit. We're not going to be PSYOP. We're not going to fall for these psychological demoralization operations. MAGA is going to hold fast and hold together. And in doing so, we are going to stand up against all of the onslaught, not just of the uniparty machinery in Arizona, but the uniparty machinery across the entire country that is trying to ignite a MAGA civil war. It's not going to happen. We'll tell you right now, it's not going to happen. We're not going to lose our friends. We're not going to lose our brothers and sisters that we've made along the way. We're not going to lose this movement. And we're gonna, not going to lose our feet from the ground. We're going to be grounded in reality. And that's the thing, Steve, if you've been watching these live streams and you've been on the live streams and anyone else there who's been watching them, we're not doing opium, Okay. We're not sitting out there saying, oh, everything's great. Everything's fine. No, 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 no. Math and models, math and models. That's all we're doing all day long. Charlie's got the numbers. Tyler's got the process. We're breaking it all down. We know about the 62% threshold. We said if she's below, or if Blake's below that, it's going to be bad for Blake. Okay, we're seeing that. But at the same time, we also know that these areas that are coming in, the areas that are coming in right now, the ones that came in last night, the batch from Maricopa, this was hand-picked. This was all South Phoenix. It was it, the bluest it was area. Steve. There was no, yeah, this, there was no was, Gilbert, this, uh, beso- there was no Chandler, was there was no Mesa, yeah. no, there was no Tempe, none of this, none of these areas. And Steve, you and I were there. We were out there in, uh, we were at Queens Creek, we are at the ranch, yep. we did so much, you saw those crowds, all right, and here's the thing, yeah. this is what people don't understand, and I didn't understand, look, I'm a Pennsylvania guy, right? In Pennsylvania, we got we got slammed with these vote-by-mail operations, these ballot harvesting operations, but what ours, the people of Arizona did that was different was they said, okay, we understand the scam now. And we're going to change our behavior so the people of arizona who had been early voting for so long said we're going to early vote we're going to get our ballot early but we're not going to put it in the mail we're not going to put it in the ballot drop box we're not going to be one of the 2000 mules no 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 what did they do they came in on election day right and then put their ballots in at the polling place this has never been done before this is never there's no state that's done this there's been no coordinated operation There's been no call for this anywhere before other than war room and Charlie Kirk telling people go vote on game day, Patriots vote on game day. I was saying Patriots vote on game day, but I didn't realize that in Arizona, what they were going to do was take those early ballots and then actually bring them with and put them in at the polling location. So what do you do? The chain of custody is one-to-one the chain of custody becomes from me to you. And they've taken out all of it, by the way, though, The entire system of Maricopa County, what they did was they systematically destroyed the accountability of your voting place being a communal act. When I say communal act, the communal ritual, when you go to the polling place, when I go to my polling place in Pennsylvania, I know the people there. They say, oh, Jack, I saw your mom this morning. She stopped by on her way to work. I think your dad will be in later. Maybe your brother. They've done away with all that. They don't want you seeing somebody. They don't know you, somebody. No, they want they you, want to you be break, sitting want, in your home they, they, atomized. They want to break civic. To phone.
1: Yeah. They want to break civic society. We got to bounce. We got to heart out. Uh, we're going to be on the Charlie Kirk live stream tonight. Watch Pasobic's Twitter feed, watch his getter feed. Jack, where do people go to you? Get to you.
2: Yeah, of course you can follow me human events daily every day we've got a huge uh one hour sit down with tyler boyer of course follow me on getter we'll be doing some live streams from there and then uh we'll be on the live streams as much as possible and steve it very well may be very well may be that i've got to hop on another plane to head back out to phoenix what can i say what can i, I say? think i think that got to go with the fight is. Be the
1: Case.
2: jack thank the family for
1: letting you come and spend the hour with us okay Everybody get maniacally focused. Big drop this evening from Americopa updates all day long for Nevada. War room Posse, you get already know free account. speech is under constant attack morning. by the swamp Real and your big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplug Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store vpn antivirus and highly encrypted messenger better than wicker signal telegram or anything else none of your message or vpn traffic is stored analyzed or sold claim your security for only ten dollars a month go to their website unplugged.com that's unplugged.com slash to install the unplugged suite it's secure it's private it's the way we stay connected and informed get it now Take action. 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 Use your agency.
3: They put Peter
2: Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.
1: Folks, let me tell you about Soltea. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension.